You're listening to the Armchair Psychologist's Podcast. Am I the asshole for telling my new coworker it was misleading of him to be wearing his wedding band when he's a widower? Hi, a couple of weeks ago, we had a new employee hired at the company. He's a good guy and a widower named James, 36, and to my knowledge, his late wife passed away eight months ago. Me, female, 32, and the other coworkers got along well with him. However, I noticed that he is still wearing his wedding band on his finger. It kind of confused me a bit, and I couldn't help but bring it up with him while on lunch break. We talked, and I pointed out that he was being misleading by still wearing his wedding band when he's a widower. He looked quite bothered by what I said, but I tried to explain that I think that he was giving people the wrong idea or impression and his relationship status since he's technically single and on his own right now. Don't want to sound cruel, but I'm speaking from technical angle. James said that he didn't give it much thought, meaning he doesn't care what people think, and that even if he wasn't wearing his wedding band and some woman approached him, he'd still turn them down since he's obviously not interested. For some reason, things got awkward and everyone stopped eating and just stared at James and I. I told him I don't... No, but that really, really felt generally misleading of him as in making people think he's in a relationship and married when he's not, regardless of how he felt about being in a relationship. He got upset, called me rude, and said that I repeatedly disrespected his marriage and his late wife's memory with what I said, then took his stuff and walked away. My coworker said regardless of who is right or wrong, though some said he overreacted, There was no reason for me to bring this up in the first place and cause a scene and make James upset with us like that. Now he's not speaking to me and others who sided with me. Am I the asshole? Did I overstep or did he overreact? This was a conversation we were casually having with other coworkers and I didn't use any insensitive tones or anything, but we had a discussion and it suddenly turned into an argument. I tried to let things calm down, but the situation got out of hand unexpectedly. Oh my God. Yeah, this one is, uh, I mean, you, you know how they, they have like uh, you know, IQ and EQ? Um, yeah, I mean, this 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 woman is like, I, I mean, it's a negative EQ. Like, I, I don't know if that's even a thing, but if there is a negative EQ, because, the, I mean, this is like, I, I don't even know how, I mean, it's so, she's so such an asshole on so many different levels i'm almost finding it hard to articulate like just how how much i dislike this person <laughs> like it's right. just yeah it's it just blows my mind because um as if like uh it, she's kind of thinking on this like one track is like we only exist on this like dating plane where everyone needs to hold their cards out so that everybody else can know exactly what the status is of everybody else. I mean, it's, it was like, it's, it's kind of like the, the brain rot of social media where you're, you know, posting your relationship status on Facebook. And if you don't do that, you're not um, participating properly in cultural norms or whatever. And so this woman is just, her brain is rotted out from social media. She needs to, she needs help. I think I know it's like really weird. I mean, I don't even know if it's a social media thing. It's just like a weird freaking it's a weird fucking thing to bring up in the first place. Also, like, is she interested in him? And that's why she was taking it personally, because that's definitely not going to get him to like you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I feel like I've met this person before, you know, like people like this. They're just like it's just 
I guess it's just the next iteration of a busybody. You know, the person that right. just cannot help themselves. They just cannot shut up and just cannot say the thing that pops in their head at any second. And I'm sure this woman has no filter in every other arena. You know, like if you wear, you have a stain on your shirt or something, like your pen explodes, she's going to be the one that walks right up to you and points directly at the pen stain. You have a stain on your shirt. You have a pen stain on your shirt. Yeah, no shit, dumbass. You know, like I, everybody knows. You, no right. one has to say the thing out loud. You know, we don't need to hear every thought that comes out of your stupid head, you know? And so that's the kind of person I get I get from this. I don't know if you, maybe I'm being too strong, but I, she, she really no. is annoying. Yeah. No, I don't think you're being too hard on her at all. I, I think it's kind of hard to be too hard on someone that like tried to rip a guy a new asshole for being a widow or like what is wrong (laughs) and then like the fact that they like they just honed in on it and kept going is what boggles my mind like you and she still doesn't realize that she's wrong and she's like am i the asshole like yeah you're the fucking asshole this is not clear or just like what a migraine of a person i know i know it's just (laughs) it 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 just it, it, it This person, th- these are the traits of a person like this, like a, just a super annoying, no filter person is the is the the also the the tendency to double down and triple down on on just dumbass shit that they say. So I'm sure she she said it and she realized, oh, I dug a hole. Well, let me dig my way out by doubling down. And then she dug twice as deep and then four times as deep. And she just kept going deeper and deeper. And uh I'm sure everybody around her was just like, pull the ripcord, <laughs> get out of that conversation. Uh, yeah. You're done, you know? Um, you said a stupid thing, just sit in it and let it go. But she couldn't because that's who she is, right? She just can't let yeah. things go. Yeah. Just a word of advice. If you're like this and you're listening to this podcast, just let the moment go and apologize later. Just yes. let it go. Don't keep digging deeper. And and even if you try to apologize in the moment, you're either going to seem insincere or you're going to fumble the bag and make it worse most of the time. Honestly, the best thing you can do is let the moment go and just apologize later. You Sometimes when you step in it, you just have to, yeah, you just have to leave it on your shoe and just, you know, walk away and track that that mud all the way back or whatever. But you know, if you if you just you you cannot talk your way out of something so dumb and disrespectful as as telling a guy, uh, you're done mourning, you're on the market now. Um, I I don't know why you didn't know that this morning when you woke up, but uh, you're done. Right. Put your ring on your bedside table, uh, and uh, you're on the market, pal. So uh, what when are you taking me out for Chinese food? You know, right? I mean, Whether you want to be on the market or not is right. none of my concern. <laughs> The guy's in mourning. I mean, his partner, his life partner died. He may never recover from that. He may never yeah. want to date again. I mean, that those are all things that like I could totally understand happening um if you're in a marriage and then and and God forbid something happens to your partner. There would be no I mean, eight months seems like nothing. That's like a just a a, a millisecond of of you yeah, know. And- yeah. They're fairly young, too, because he's 36 and his wife is presumably around the same age, maybe a little younger, a little older, but probably around the same age. So since they're in their 30s, that's pretty young and makes you think, well, she probably died tragically. Right. Unexpectedly, or at least from a terminal illness, which 
they could have been expecting, but was really heartbreaking either way. So it's you know, like I hadn't even thought about that, but that is a great point. Is that it's it's when somebody dies when you know a widower who's sixty five, it's sad, but it's not it's not unexpected. But if someone is thirty six, that's insane. Like you had thirty years that you were expecting in the future, and now there it's just emptiness for this guy. Right. And so this woman has zero ability to kind of. I don't know if the word empathize is right, but maybe just to like. I think empathize is the correct word. Like she can't empathize at all or sympathize at all. She has no ability to like put herself in another person's shoes and see yes. why. So callous. Well, at least she guaranteed cool. that that uh, that she'll never date that guy. Yeah, I know. He's like, I know, I don't know who I'm going to date, but I know that I'm definitely not going to date you ever. And she probably made sure he's not going to date longer now because if you think about it, he's probably like, if that's what's on the market, I'm I want to stay off it for a while. He's like, I'm. I'm gay. I'm I'm doing the other half. uh, You know. Yeah. I I don't know. Just yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I feel um, yeah. bad. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm done. Yeah. I was just going to say that that's terrible. I just, it's terrible to think he must have been brought to the point of tears when he left. And yeah. I think HR is going to have a talk with her. Or I would be surprised if they didn't because she needs it. <laughs> I would love, love to see her work history. I wonder if she's been fired from other places for just being Virginia. annoying. He's just like you're so, you're so, you're so annoying. I I cannot. Uh, we can't work with you. You you yeah can't, it's yeah good. No, I would just like she she cannot stop herself. So, um, I, I'm sure I, I'm I, I just can't believe that other people sided with her. She must be. Uh, I I don't know. I wonder what industry they're working in. You know, because I, I just can't believe anyone would side with her. Maybe they just better to be on her good side than her bad side because she can probably make your life miserable at work but, maybe uh, they just know how she is i was like low-key wondering if she was slightly off this whole time and i'm not saying that like i'm not trying to be ableist or anything but i know that there are certain disabilities that make it hard for people to empathize or like read social norms or cues and i was like does this woman maybe have like asperger's or autism i was gonna say that and then i kind of feel bad for saying you're a raging asshole only if you don't have an underlying condition that hasn't been diagnosed and treated you know but That's it just kind of makes me think ultimately it's like do you have a condition that marks a large barrier to your empathy and that would make you hyper focus on something insignificant that ultimately has no consequence to you whatsoever there you go like if she's spectrumy we could say uh then i would say yeah you you he needs to understand he he can he could probably forgive that be like you know what she this is this is a compulsion compulsive behavior that that she's she's acting in and and so that's that's the generous uh, viewpoint is that she's kind of on the spectrum and can't really control herself in kind of an Asperger's uh, way. And in that case, then I would say you're not an asshole. You just, uh, you know, you're dealing with an issue. 
And yeah, and you dropped the ball on this one. You still need to apologize because it obviously yeah. doesn't make you incapable of of recognizing your own downfalls, but it, you got caught up in it and you didn't realize what was going on. But otherwise, and since we're not there, we don't know the context, but otherwise, if there's nothing that causes a great barrier that impedes your ability to connect with other human beings, then you are a huge asshole. And right. you just you were callous and made this poor man suffer and probably relive the trauma of his wife dying for no reason. Over, like, oh, over a shitty, shitty, you know, lunch that he prepared for himself because his wife passed away now and he right. doesn't cook anymore. Yeah, it was just miserable. Yeah. Terrible. All right. So we, we know uh, who the asshole is here in this case. All right. Right. Awesome. All right, social. Am I the asshole for asking my 25 male? Sorry, for uh, asking my girlfriend, 29 female, I am a 25 uh, male, to make my plate of food differently than she was serving to others. So I recently became official with the lady I've been dating for six months. We decided to have the first barbecue of the nice summer weather in our area at her place. We don't live together currently. She decided to make steaks and baked potatoes, and I made some side salads, and I also was responsible for the drinks and chips. As my girlfriend got cooking, it just panned out that she ended up plating and serving to people as her steaks finished resting. When I went over to watch her plating, I noticed she had put butter and herbs and stuff all over the steaks. My family doesn't do this, and I've never seen it done this way, so I asked her politely if she would put mine aside, and I would do my fixings. I just want my steak with ketchup. I'm pretty Ew. plain. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just went over. It's over. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. I know. <laughs> Both she, her sister, and her dad gave me very pointed looks. Later that evening, she said she felt that it was rude to the chef in her in this instance instance to ask for my food separately and that she wished I would have trust just trusted her to make me a nice plate of food and that I shouldn't do that when I'm a guest anywhere. I fairly commonly politely ask for my food to be made differently, more plain when I'm a guest somewhere or at a restaurant because I generally prefer plain food. No, you prefer shit food. I didn't yeah, think this this was that. rude. Am I the asshole for asking for my own food to be served differently outside of my own home? So I, I genuinely didn't think he was the asshole up until he put ketchup on his steak. <laughs> I, I, I kind of we've had several ones that are kind of similar, like in this vein. Yes. And I think it all comes down to respect each other. Like he he could have tried it. He could have asked to try hers to see if he would like it that way. And she could have just left his plane without putting butter and herbs on it, which I think is, is perfectly valid. Um, I, for example, I can't eat garlic. So recently when I was visiting someone over this last week, I asked if they could leave garlic out of my food because it makes me sick, which I think is different. <clears throat> is different, but um, what I was going to say. Yeah, well, you you said you can't eat garlic, and which is I think that's different because you're, you're it's like an you're, allergy. You're, yeah, it's okay. like an allergy thing. Yeah, 
That's true. But ultimately, I don't think they're like if someone asked me to to cook their food a different way, as long as I didn't really have to go crazy out of my way, like in this case, she just had to leave it plain. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But at the same time, it's just like I just can't get past the fact that he wants to put ketchup on a steak. It, that just like makes me angry. Who eats yeah, their fucking steak with ketchup? It, it's it, it means that like what it tells me is that this kid needs to be educated on food. It just tells me he's never had quality steak. Right. In- there, I, I mean, even even a one sauce is is kind of uh uh you know is is kind of is kind of lame, but I it's yeah. it's forgivable, I guess. Um, but what what my problem with this guy is that like. Usually I always side with with the with the person asking for the you know asking for it plated differently because uh, just just you know give it to them how they want it like for crying out loud but right. I'm I can't yeah. get I'm stuck on the on the ketchup thing which tells me this guy's 25 he's 4 years younger than his girlfriend she's 29 he's immature yeah. he doesn't know shit about anything like he's he doesn't know jack shit about shit you know and right. uh he's asking for ketchup on a steak i think in this case this young man needs to just sit back and like learn a little bit you know like you just open your broaden your horizons a little bit try the steak with the herbs because he strikes me as the kind of person that when he tries the steak the way she prepared it which was like in, with a kind of culinary uh i don't know um expertise at least or flair culinary flair flair. there you go um then maybe uh he he would probably be the guy who's like i always eat my steaks with butter and herbs you know like uh, yeah i feel like yeah i felt like he would have really liked it if he had given (laughs) it a chance it would have just blown his mind because if you like ketchup on your steak then my god you're gonna love you know uh seasoned with like you know uh herbs and and spices and and butter i mean that's gonna yeah. blow your mind because yeah it's a million times better than ketchup god yeah and well, a that's... good piece of meat i mean maybe he's never had good steak like a good quality steak right i like mean he, just, he like... thinks he's eating hamburger apparently like maybe maybe if i were if i were her i would just be like do you want me to just make you a hamburger we'll just right. eat this, we'll eat steak and you can have cat food in the kitchen. I'll just open a can and put it down on the floor and you just go ahead and go crazy while we're right. eating, you know, um, adult food over here. You can, you know, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Why don't you just swing by McDonald's and get yourself a happy meal? Yeah, right. <laughs> With a toy you know, and everything, you know? Yeah. I know. It's just like, I just, I, I've honestly met people with bad taste. And yeah, I don't think I've ever met anyone who ate their steak with ketchup. It's just such an insult to the meat, which is... Yeah, the, the cow that that gave up its life so that you could put ketchup put your, on it. Yeah, maybe we're being close-minded. Maybe if we tried it with ketchup, we would like it. I just can't imagine I would like steak with ketchup. It sounds gross. I'm thinking of the two flavors together, and it just sounds wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a fundamental misunderstanding of food. I think like it, it's a ketchup is nice on a on a on a patty, but I mean, come on, on a hot dog, yeah, because it's like. Ketchup is like sweet and tangy and I just doesn't that just can't be right with steak. You know what I mean? Steak has this like very deep, flavorful, savory, meaty 
kind of of flavor that you can appreciate and and putting ketchup on it just ultimately contradicts the sole basis of steak well i just like that he's like he's trying to make a good impression to her family and they're all sitting around just having this eating these nice steaks that are buttered and herbed and herbs and on it and then he's sitting there with like with the ketchup bottle making the farting noise you know <laughs> while he's just know. squirting onto his steak and all the whole family just rolling their eyes looking at each other going this ain't gonna last you know this this <laughs> this is not going to last this relationship. So yeah. Yeah. God. No, it's I, I, that's my prediction is, uh, is he an asshole for this? Um, I don't know. Can ignorance and, uh, immaturity make you an asshole? That's a, yes. I guess a philosophical question. What do you think? They definitely can. They definitely can make you an asshole. I don't think he's an asshole for asking to have his food prepared differently. I think he's an asshole for eating ketchup on his steak. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's just an asshole for like just having no decorum. It's just no, no taste at all. He's just, making her food like that. Like she went through the effort to prepare each steak like that, which is definitely a pain in the ass. And she went through that like extra effort to provide this culinary experience for her guests yeah it is a little disrespectful in a way yeah yeah i do i think he is yeah you are an asshole for not just like going with the flow again it's just like people with like low eq maybe i'm using that too uh, too much but it's just like read the room buddy like you see anyone else plopping you know ketchup on their steak then why don't you just do as the others do and just try to fit in. I don't, I, I feel like, like, why is it a bad thing to want to, to just fit in sometimes, you know, I feel like yeah. some people are just like, no, I, I gotta be me all the time. It's like, no, man, don't be you. The farthest thing you should be in front of her family is you. Be <laughs> somebody totally different than you, you know, like, at least be like open-minded. Like, I think my, the thing that really kills me about picky eaters is the closed mindedness. I know some people cannot help being picky eaters and I don't want to shit on those people because I, yeah. I've just never had that issue. And I, I grew up in a family where we were encouraged to try everything. And I think I just ended up not being a picky eater, being a very adventurous eater. Yeah. So I know some people don't have the same, didn't grow up the same way or just have other issues that, that make it difficult to be an adventurous eater. But I do struggle sometimes when people won't even try a food because they say that they know they won't like it. That right. really grinds my gears. I'm like, just, you've never had it before. You've never had it. Like, just try it. I mean, there are extremes. Like, I'm I'm not going to eat a cockroach because I'm pretty sure I won't like it. But <laughs> right. yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I can eat. I think I, I can. You, you, even with ketchup? <laughs> even with steak, with herbs and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just like, you know. And I just wish people would just try it. Try different things. And not just stick to what they think they know they like, because I think a lot of people would be pleasantly surprised. And yeah, if he cooked a steak, if I was at his house, his house and he cooked me steak and and ketchup, I would try it because I'm at his house and I'll I'll try it. Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm happy yeah. about it. I will try it. 
And that's more than he could do for his girlfriend and her family, which should say something because you should be trying to impress them. So, well, the next time he has a barbecue, I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be steak. It's going to be, you know, he, he'll call it steak, Salisbury steak or something. <laughs> you know. Yeah, frozen burger patties or hot dogs or something, chopped yeah. up hot dogs and spaghetti or something. This is a guy that he probably they, she probably gave him like a like a really nice, you know, like uh, import beer. And he's like, do you have any Natty Light? Do you have any Paps uh, Blue Ribbon yes. you know, to go with my steak? And it's just like, oh, you, I hate you. You. She probably gave him like a really nice cut of steak. Like she probably bought really fancy steaks too. And he's yeah. over here trying to catch up on like an expensive ass cut of steak. I can't imagine that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm now that I'm mad at this guy. So he's an asshole. I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay, so there's been a trend lately of celebrities being, at least there's speculation that they've used Ozempic and other similar weight loss drugs for dramatic effects of weight loss um, leading up to red carpet events or just in general to bolster their careers or their appearance. And of course, a lot of um, doctors and other aesthetic youtubers are commenting on this trend speaking about the dangers of ozempic use over prescription and how celebrities should be more transparent about the aids that they use and procedures that they succumb to in order to maintain their appearance and this has been a trend and a debate for a long time that i've noticed um of for example plastic surgeons making youtube videos speculating on what kind of surgeries women have had before then there were tabloids that you know would speculate on whether a celebrity had a nose job or a facelift or botox um so i guess my question to you jack is are celebrities required to disclose what procedures they've had do you think they should be required to or do you think they should be encouraged to disclose those things and to what extent do they need to disclose this to the public? Yeah. Or, yeah. Sorry, sorry go ahead. Say, yeah. Or are those people that speculate the assholes? What do you think? Mm, yeah. No, I definitely don't think that the people that speculate are assholes. Um, I, I kind of, but I also, I also think like, um, I don't think any person should be required to necessarily uh, reveal personal medical information. I, I mean, that's this seems like a slippery slope, but I I do I think there's a middle ground somewhere. I think I think um, like unrealistic beauty standards is pro- is problematic, um, and I think but I think I think most of the the uh, I think most of that is actually not even surgery related. I think a lot of it is like Photoshop related. So a lot of the images that uh especially and this is this is social media has been devastating for for young people but it's a definite it's especially devastating for teenage girls um and and so like if you look at like the suicide rate and stuff like that it's like teenage girls and social media is a really toxic uh combination and um and so, and I think I think some of that has to do with a lot of the like, images that people are putting up on on social media that are kind of like photoshopped and curated and stuff like that. 
Um, I'm kind of getting off of the topic. I apologize, but I I think like no, you're in fine. England, I think it's similar similar topic. Yeah. Well, I think in Britain they actually um I, I they did something where they they said you can't put up billboards of fashion models that have been touched up and 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 you know where their waists has been has been like through Photoshop mm-hmm. you know photo manipulated uh, or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they just like they they make the image it it's such an example of of uh it's, it's a beauty standard that doesn't actually exist in nature like there's no right. that the, like the waist to hip ratio you'd be dead like it wouldn't be it's not a it's not a, a human maybe an alien life form but not a human life form cannot actually achieve that shape even so you're now what you're doing is you're telling teenage girls you should look like this whereas that may be deadly uh, a deadly standard for uh, for for someone who you know a regular human, and uh, and even the model cannot have that standard because that that had to be achieved only through Photoshop. So in that case, I would say that those images absolutely should not be allowed to be. They should make a law that says you're not going to be able to put billboards and posters and things like that of models who have been touched up, you know, artificially through uh, Photoshop and stuff like that. Now, when it comes to the actual um, weight loss drug that you mentioned, I've never heard of this drug, but now I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> I want to get, can I get my hands on some? Uh, or is it only for the Actually, rich? Actually, did you know that, the, well, it's apparently it's, a, it's expensive, but it, it's supposed to be good for people who have a existing, pre-existing condition like pre-diabetes. It's supposed to help. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got the, I've got uh I've got the high cholesterol and uh, the yeah. So I've got those those kinds of uh, warning markers. Pre diabetic. I or- was actually I I got my uh, I, I I got my numbers and I'm 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 uh, I'm in the normal range, but I'm uh, I'm on borderline. So okay. uh, yeah, the doctor's yeah, well, like, be careful. You'd probably be a good candidate for actual Ozempic, which is another part of the debate. Is over ozempic should not be over prescribed because there are people who could actually benefit from it right it's going to people who probably don't need it they're no they want it for weight loss cosmetic reasons right but they want to be um, underweight right like they want yeah. to be they want to be because I, I a lot of the red carpet i mean they're they look literally emaciated yeah like, they with their skin and bones yeah it's it's not a it's not a healthy um we're we've gotten to a point where yeah, to be like a a model, one has to be literally three percent body fat or something. I mean, something that's just like unrealistic to the point where it's just your skin and bone. So I, I don't really understand that that beauty standard. Um, I don't understand Hollywood. I don't know. I mean, do you think we can make people reveal like their actual medical history though, like by by law? No, I think it's a slippery slope. And I also I do think people who speculate on what medical procedures, including like plastic surgery, have been these celebrities have had. I do think that the speculation can be an asshole move because I find that women are most often the subjects of the critique or being, you know, asked to reveal this information. And men might have had a facelift, too, or they or Botox or a nose job. Hair transplants. That's the big one. Hair transplants, jaw implants are a big one. Cheek implants are a big one. But I don't see people speculating on that. 
And yet I see women come under fire all the time, mostly by male, uh, by male plastic surgeons making YouTube videos, criticizing and criticizing and judging these women for the cosmetic procedures they've had and for their lack of transparency. When number one, they have no idea what it's like to be a celebrity. They have no idea what it's like to be a woman. They have no idea what it's like to be both of those things combined. Mm. So I do have some issues with it from a feminist perspective. And I don't think women who are in such a intense environment should be forced to, to release or they don't owe us transparency on their, on their medical history. Yeah. At the same time, I do think there just should be more awareness for teenage girls about the fact that celebrities have access to these things so that, they don't feel inferior and they don't wonder, you know, why don't I weigh a hundred pounds at five foot 10? Right. Why are my cheekbones not sharp enough to cut, you know, someone? Or even older women. It's like, you know, women in their fifties wondering, well, you know, why isn't my skin perfectly taut? You know, why is my jaw skin sagging and things like that. And, you know, you know that these women have all had procedures that make them look better. But of course, usually as you age, the awareness makes you realize that you just don't have access to the same resources these women have. Um, But as a teacher, it can be very influential. I, I get, I, I know that YouTube thing is really like, is, is just uh, YouTube is, is a race to the bottom, you know, in many ways. It's like, what what are what's going to get me more clicks a video where i get a man's uh you you know where we sit there and go you know point by point over a man's face or a woman's face you know and then it's, okay i got ten thousand more views doing a woman so now i'm just going to do actresses oh okay oh actresses over 50 not that many clicks okay i'm going to do 20 so you it's kind of a it the the it's 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 both feeding into each other the worst instincts of everything kind of feeding into each other and so but people will sell their soul for clicks and youtube clout yes and at the same time as the public we want to consume this media i try to make a point of not watching those videos because i fu- fundamentally am against what they stand for ultimately but it can be hard it can be tempting or you can be curious as a human to want to know and consume that kind of content because I think the lives of celebrities are fascinating to us. I think knowing what kind of medical procedures or being able to have access to the information like that about other people can be fascinating in a way or captivating. And it also makes us feel better about ourselves because we think, well, if I just had all those procedures, I would be just as beautiful as her. But we don't really know that, but it makes us feel better to think that or to speculate that the beauty is not all just genetics and you know, oh, it's it's all it's all just a uh, smoke and mirrors in many oh, yeah. ways. You know, I mean, I mean, a lot a lot of those uh, those YouTube channels, like if YouTube said, I'm going to we're going to delete those channels because they are deleterious to the psyche of of young people. I'd be like, sweet, good. It's a private company. They can make their own decisions. They say this is just not good for society. We're going to get rid of this. I'm. I'd be absolutely fine with that, um, because I just don't think those are serving any purpose. And if they said, you know, um, the Kardashians, you know, they they run around, they trot around with uh, taking like fake uh, realistic photos. You know what I mean? Like they're photoshopped, but they're meant to look like they were paparazzi photos. 
but they're not. Right. They're working for the. This is allegedly. Again, I'm not going to be careful what I say here. Um, right. Allegedly, get sued by the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get. Sued I'm sure by they're the listening to our but, podcast. Uh, if they'd ever happen across the uh, armchair psychologist but you know i mean just like like uh like that's what i heard you know like i I heard that on another podcast where they they have their own paparazzi going around i'm like those kinds of moves are actually really harmful if you think about like who's consuming that media um it's young people and so that's those sorts of things. I don't mind if those get shut down off of the social media sites if instagram said you know we're not gonna we're not gonna let you post that sort of shit and be like great that's that's good for society but i think ultimately the the um as far as like disclosing the uh here's a couple of celebrities that i kind of like respect like there's a an actor named ethan suple who's for many many years was a morbidly obese uh actor and Mm -hmm. he decided to get healthy but he did it like healthy way where he's now he's just super ripped he's got like a six pack and he's uh he's jacked you know like just a huge dude but he he it took him years to to transform his body and and it was a natural kind of thing and now he does like has a kind of a lifestyle brand you know or kevin smith had the director had a, a massive heart attack and now he's lost like 100 pounds um and and it's all through like veganism and through diet and exercise and stuff like that and so i think like there are some good examples out there of people that are like that have done it the the kind of the way that is maybe um healthier and uh and i i guess i i guess the only real answer to this uh this is a really tough one is maybe more awareness you know just like like if if the if they're not going to be if they're not forced to to release that information, then maybe like a YouTube channel where people say you know like like do release that information. But maybe I'm just undercutting my previous you know statement. Yeah. Where, I think it's yeah. it's not necessarily where they a YouTube channel where they speculate specifically on an individual celebrity, but maybe where they say, hey, celebrities have access to blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and this. different because i think ultimately for example for me one thing that made me feel a lot better is finding out now that people do like eating like blank and blank celebrity for a day is i think finding out how little amounts to the point that it's unhealthy that a lot of actors and actresses eat or consume in order to maintain a certain figure and shape and it's just like it it doesn't necessarily have to be speaking about a certain person and put their private information on blast but i think often things there's enough information out there now with what celebrities volunteer about themselves especially now that our culture is becoming more transparent and there's less of like a barrier yeah and i think there's more information out there with what they volunteer about themselves and also there's more information out there over the nature of diets that celebrities undergo in general without speaking about specific people to know that they eat at a pretty high calorie deficit most days in order to maintain a certain physique and i think that ultimately if i had grown up knowing that the cast of friends i didn't really watch friends but just as an example all ate like an atkins salad for lunch every day yeah that's filming that's (laughs) right i knew and it's true i mean that is true if i knew those things growing up like that's how those celebrities ate i think i ultimately would feel 
far and that you know and some of the the cast has come out and said how sick they were during their whole filming because they always underate chronically in order to maintain a really low bmi yeah i think if i had known those things i would have a much healthier relationship to food and my body in general so i think access to this kind of information is helpful but i think it's just like a slippery slope of maybe not you know doing pitchforks and torches for individuals and just trying to think, hey, well, why don't we just let young women and young people have access to knowing and being informed that photos can be manipulated, that these celebrities have access to diet and lifestyle coaches, that they eat at an incredible calorie deficit to maintain this physiques, and it's not just all genetics and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There's no there no there are no like assholes here. I would say like NAH, but yes. but there are some heroes. Like, I'll give you an example of like, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Rob McElhenney, I think is his name. I pronounced his name wrong, but um, he got just ripped for that show. It was like part of his like, uh, and he's like, you know, anybody could do this if you have this X thousands of dollars to pay a trainer and, you know, this much time to every day and a dietitian. And, you know, like he's like, if you have all of these resources, yeah, you could do this. But we don't. We got full time jobs, and you know we've got to go to school, and 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 so he he was he's one of those people that's saying, look, I did this, but I didn't do this on my own, and this is not a right. natural thing. This is something that I you know did, and I'm not making excuses. I'm I'm saying there are people that you know get in shape and they go to the gym, and that's that's good. It's healthy or whatever. But I just think that like that our celebrities are utilizing resources and tools that we don't even have in the toolkit. Right. Ultimately it's part of their job. And so this will always be a priority and access for them that we just simply don't have. And I think it is healthy to know that and know that we're not competing with celebrities. I think we're all just trying to be healthier and better versions of ourselves. And I think the culture is moving in that direction and I hope it stays in that trajectory because I do see younger people having, despite like Instagram doing all this crazy shit to people's brains. I do think that access to knowing about how celebrities eat and the access to all the resources that they have, knowing about those things as a younger person changes my perspective on how I measure my own Yes. How I measure myself compared to them. I don't like compare myself. Like, why don't I have that look that way? I understand why now, you know? I, I remember being, you know, it, growing up in the 90s. You know, well, I was in my 20s in the 90s, you know? And so a, a teenager and then into my 20s in the 90s. And uh, and a, a lot of those, a lot of, and always comparing myself to celebrities and, and appearance and, and really not liking myself, you know? It's like, ah, I wish I... My life would be better if I just looked as good as this person, you know, at X, Y, Z or whatever. And and that is um, a very slippery slope when you just like could compare yourself to basically to people that are, um, you know, they're, they're just, uh, yeah, like working with a private trainer three hours a day and, and uh, eating, you know, uh, 1400 calories or whatever they're doing to right. maintain this sort of thing. They've got they've got a lot of help, a lot of assistance going on and, and a lot of people are doing it on their own. And so I think, uh, I, I just, I just think that the comparisons needs to stop. And maybe like you said, we're starting to trend the other way with like body positivity where people yeah. are just like, you know what? 
Um, and I, a lot of people will, will crap on that. Like the, you know, from like the, the Rogan circle, you know, kind of, you know, those, those kind of like, uh, um, podcasters will say like, oh, body positivity is bullshit. It's just a bunch of people making excuses for why they can't, you know, uh, you know, take care of their, uh, their stuff or whatever. But I just think that like, no, we, we definitely need a trend and we need to stop the self-hatred stuff. This is not helping anything, you know, this, this, yeah. uh, yeah. And so I, I, I kind of, uh, I like the body positivity trend and, but I also think that, um, that there's like, uh, there, there's more information we could share about healthy eating too. It's like uh, that, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, this or that. It could be a combination of a lot of things. And and uh, I think like um, our our food deserts and and things like that are also contributing to the to the problem. And then if more people had had access to cheaper, healthier food, that would be. And I, I think Mexico is a lot like that, right? You probably have access to like markets where you can get like fresh vegetables probably easier than in some places you can in the United States. Um, yeah. I do think we ultimately have more access to cheap, healthy food. And especially compared to Korea mm -hmm. where produce was so expensive. Mm -hmm. I honestly, crazy. I had a really hard time in Korea. I had crazy cystic acne breakouts, which I'd never had in my life. And I gained a ton of weight and it just felt it was like mostly in my gut, which was weird because I don't really have a body type to hoard weight in my gut. Yeah. And it, it just happened. And, and I found that it's like there's a lot of sugar in the food. And yeah. Yeah. produce is really expensive. Vegetables are expensive and fruit, fresh fruit is just so astronomically expensive. Um, And yeah, so I really struggled with that. And it's a really carb heavy diet as well. It's like noodles with rice on each other. <laughs> and it's a rice. lot of simple carbs too. And I think yeah. a traditional Korean diet wasn't like that. But again, similar to the US, the more that it's modernized, yeah, there's less access to fresh, healthy food. And in the and in Mexico, I mean that's a lot of what you have access to are these microgreens and health fresh healthy fresh food that you just have so many more resources available to you and it's cheap produce is just so cheap yeah no i i think that yeah it's it's a multi-pronged approach and and uh but yeah ultimately i don't think anyone's like an asshole maybe the maybe the youtube dudes that are just like critiquing uh celebrities faces those yeah, guys could be assholes assholes but, i think but yeah. other than that i think maybe no assholes here just more a move towards more awareness maybe yes yeah i agree all right. All right. Verdicts awesome. in. Yeah. And uh, for those of you that uh, are enjoying the podcast, uh, go ahead and, and send us an email at armchairpsychologistpodcast at gmail.com. Armchairpsychologistpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, talk to us. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, if you got, if you have an example of an AITA, we'll uh, read it on the, on the air and talk about it. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye. The species called man does have any relationship with God. It's because he alone is able to undo God's work. I don't say he does it maliciously or on purpose. Just that as other creatures were endowed with the instinct to survive, we seem to have been endowed with the instinct to destroy
I think I could turn and live with animals. They do not lie awake in the dark, in their sinners. They do not make me sick, cussing their duty to God. Not one of them kneels to another, or to his own kind, Not one of them respect us.